0: Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Hi, and welcome back, everybody. To the Real Food Real Conversations podcast with me, Sophia DeSantis. I'm so excited to have you here. We are on episode 19, and today we're going to talk about a topic that I actually really like to talk about, but it actually stresses a lot of people out, and that's the whole concept of eating out. And when it comes to eating out, there's kind of a lot of stuff that really kind of goes into this, because we're so used to in the quote-unquote healthy food world, being able to control everything. Um, And when you eat out, that's not the case. But we really need to talk about the first most important thing about eating out, and that's the benefits that come with it. I think that so many people really look at it as um, not necessarily a benefit, but more of, you know, oh, you know, you're going to be unhealthy. Um, You're going to eat things you're not supposed to, you know, quote-unquote supposed to. And that's kind of the main issue with it is that we have put labels on certain things um, and assign foods good and bad in the realm of the food world. And if we take a step back and look at what eating out means, way back in history, sharing food with people, breaking bread with friends is a long-time tradition to celebrate love, friendship, bonding, all those things. And nowadays, we have restaurants to go to. And... While having people over, going to people's houses is awesome. I love doing it. I'm all for dinner parties. Um, Maybe not as big ones right now, in the middle of this uh, global pandemic we're in. Uh, But in general, you know, they're really fun. However, sometimes we just need a break, and I am for breaks. If you have purchased my course, um, Meal Systems for Success, it's a course all about creating meal systems and plans to help organize meals to make meals less stressful. And one of the things I actually talk about in that course is that it is really important and it is necessary and a must to give yourself what I call a no energy food day, meaning you don't put any energy into cooking or making anything. And part of that is eating up. So my course has a little formula um, all about making meals, taking breaks, the energy you put into meals. And I took years to develop this. Um, if you look in the show notes, there's more information on this. But eating out is one of the things I talk about in my course. And I talk about how it is necessary. It is necessary because we are going, 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 going all the time, especially us as moms. But we don't take a break until we're forced to, until we we'll crash and burn. And I am a 100% Definitely somebody who struggles with this, and I go through periods where I'm doing a really good, good at it. Like I'm doing a really good job, but then I go through periods when I don't. I don't take care of myself, and then I crash and burn. And um, I'm actually kind of going through one of those right now, where I feel like I've been hit by a train because I haven't been taking care of myself. I've been pushing and I've been going, and you know it's so important that we don't do that. And eating out is part of that recharge. It's a rest and recharge. Of ourselves where we can go somewhere and we don't have to think about what we're making, how we're making it, how we're serving it, how's everybody gonna like it. And it's important to do that with family and friends. You know, it's really important. It bonds us. It's a fun time. And if we look at eating out as the emotional health versus the physical health, I think that more people would do it with less anxiety. And I get that some people follow, you know, strict diets for health reasons or for ethical reasons, and that totally, I totally understand. But there's there's ways around that. You can go, you know, if you are a full vegan dieter and lifestyle liver, you can go to a vegan restaurant. Um, if you have, you know, if you're high blood pressure and you can't have a lot of salt, you can say, "Hey, this is my condition. Please don't add salt." One of the tricks that my husband loves to do is. When he gets French fries, he says, unsalted, please, and that not only makes them make you a fresh batch of French fries, so you always know you're getting a fresh batch because they always salt them, but it allows you to control how much salt you put on them. So there's things you can do um, and ways to eat out that brings less anxiety and stress. I, for one, absolutely love it. I love going out with friends. It's one of my most favorite things to do. I love going out with my husband and my family. Um, it's it's literally one of my favorite things. And one of the things that I miss so much, we have started going out again. Restaurants are opening again um, with certain protocols. So I'm super excited about that. Um, but I've learned to let go a lot. When you eat out, you have to learn to let go. And it's good for us. We need to learn to let go. We And barring, of course, any medical condition, you know, that is dangerous. You can't let go of that for sure. But most of us don't have that problem. Most of us think we need to control everything. Most of us think that if we don't let ourselves, um, I mean, do let ourselves eat something that isn't on our quote unquote list, it's going to affect us big time. And if you don't have a medical condition, I guarantee it's actually going to have good effects on you. It is actually going to help you mentally learn to relax. So much of food is tied to our mental well-being in a negative way, and I have learned so much, and I have worked really hard to separate those two, and eating out is a great way to do that. So, um, if you're eating out, and let's say, you know, I generally say that we need to find balance in life when it comes to food. We need to learn to let go, you know, eating that burger and fries is important when it's something that you crave and something that you want, Um, it's okay. It's not, you're not going to ruin, quote unquote, ruin your diet um, if you're trying to lose weight or, or whatever it is that your goal is, um, if you learn to let go a little bit from time to time. And in fact, it actually builds your self-control because you can t- show yourself that you can go out and enjoy a meal um, and then go back home, right back to cooking You know that wholesome, nutritious food that you do. It's possible to do that. You don't have to jump all in. It's it doesn't have to be black and white or all or nothing. But on the other hand, you really can eat wholesome and nutritious ish, I guess you can say when you eat out. It's not hard, you know, if that's what you want to do. Um you do need to be somewhat flexible. I know that I have you know people that follow me that are you know oil free eaters they don't need any oil. Well when you eat out that's a little challenging um, and that's where I encourage you to let go a little bit um, but of course barring any medical, I want to make sure I say this multiple times barring any medical issues. Um, but you can still, if you really wanted to order a salad and ask for no dressing and ask for Um, maybe some vinegar and put that on there and some lemon juice. If that's what you want to do, you know, you be you. Do what you want to do, but do it for the right reasons. Um, Do it for the reasons that you want to eat that, not that you feel you have to. Because personally, I'm not going to eat out and have a salad with lemon and vinegar. I'm going to eat out and probably get that burger and fries Um, or the pizza or the pasta. Well, now that I'm gluten-free. Has to be gluten free pasta, unfortunately, because I am gluten free for medical reasons. Um, but I'm going to eat what I'm craving and what I want. Um, but if you want to eat a salad and you want to be oil free still when you eat out, because you're going for the for the mental connection with your friends and family, you can do it. It's it's it takes some um, planning and it takes some um, probably work on your end to take a look at the. Restaurant, you're going to look at their menu, but you know, you can do it, it's really, really important for your mental health. And when you take care of your mental health, it really does translate into ca- taking care of your physical health. It's for me, has been night and day that I now can feel that I need some mental health support, and I will take a step back and give myself that. Because physically, I have symptoms. I have actual physical symptoms when I'm not in equilibrium. Um, or I was on a podcast interview that's going to be coming soon. We talked about homeostasis, which if those of you that were science majors or know science, you know homeostasis is pretty much the happy place of cells. And I really loved that word. And I think I'm going to start using it um, more. <laughs> um, And I want my brain and my body to be at homeostasis, just this happy, just cruising through living. And that's the happy, that's like the best place to be, you guys. So that's why it's so important to let go sometimes and enjoy yourself out of the house. Um, Even just to get out of your house, you know, like I know right now it's challenging to do that, but you can put on that mask, go outdoors, Um, go to a restaurant that has an outside area. I know. we're all outdoors but our restaurants have been so creative and moved their entire indoor dining room outside. It's been amazing to see and I know we're blessed because we live in a great climate. Um but you know, it's possible. You can do it. Mental health is just as important as your physical health, especially for people that follow stringent food rules. Okay? So if you're one of those people that are, that are scared to get out of your box of all or nothing, um, I encourage you to take a little toe out and see what it's like. Eating out can probably be stressful for you. I get it. But the stress can cause anxiety and frustration that's supposed to be relaxing and fun. This activity is not supposed to give you anxiety. It's supposed to be relaxing. It's supposed to help you enjoy. Life, being with people. So this is why I really think that starting to venture out and learn to let go a little bit is really helpful because when we are in such control over what we're eating, we are causing disarray in our mental health area. I'm not saying to eat all the time, but sometimes it's so important to do so. Um, I like to eat out even when, if I'm feeling something, you know, let's say more on the ish side, I typically go out and I look at their menu and I order, you know, what I'm craving. And sometimes I am craving something on the healthiish side. Not usually a salad girl, unless it's like a packed salad and then I really, I do enjoy it, but it has to have lots of stuff in it. Um, but there's so many other things you can do you know, as far as doing it for me, the main thing I have to worry about is gluten. And so I've learned, unfortunately, um, in my journey to um, get the gluten out of my body, um, I have learned that if I'm not careful when I eat out, I can accidentally ingest it, which I can feel fairly quickly. Um, But, you know, that's on me. I don't expect restaurants to cater to, you know, extreme allergies. I know it sucks to say, but it's hard because you are in their control. So um, if you do have an extreme allergy, like if you are extremely celiac and or extreme um, nut allergy or something like that, it can be more challenging to eat out and maybe you go out and you bring something on your own um, to eat just for the experience. But for those of us that aren't extreme, there's ways that we can let go of our strict food rules if that's something you're ready to do. I feel like, barring any medical issues, like I said, I feel like having extreme food rules is not healthy for you mentally. I think that a lot of this leads to eating issues, unhealthy relationships with food, um, and learning to let go of these extreme food rules is really important for you. So I have a few things that perhaps can help, things that have helped me venture into this more relaxed type of eating. And one of the things that, you know, you can do is when you go to a restaurant, you can look at the menu and think, okay, well, what's sounding good to me? Because usually at most restaurants, they have separate, you know, areas of the menu. So you think to yourself, just look at the main areas right now. Don't, you know, freak out and quickly scan and get anxiety about what it is you're going to eat. Just look at the three, look at the multiple areas. And think, what is it that I feel like? You know, if they have salads, if they have sandwiches, if they have, you know, pastas, whatever. What feels good to you? What what sounds good to you? Forget your rules, but what sounds good? Don't let the rules guide you. Let your instinct and your, what you're craving guide the decision. Then look at the three things. It Pick three things in that area that, that sound good, okay? Think of what you're craving and just pick three. Now, look over each of these three things. Think about how it might make you feel physically. Like, if you know that eating too many beans might affect you, if there's one of those three, you look at the, you know, actual description and there's a lot of beans in that, it may not be worth it, you know? It may not be worth the intolerance that you will, you know, get from eating too much of something, you know? Now, for me... When we eat out, one thing I really don't stress too much about is dairy, although I know that I've been told by my functional medicine doc that cow dairy does affect me and sheep and goat, I'm more, my body can accept better, which makes sense for me. I'm Greek um, heritage and in Greece, that's kind of the main dairy is the sheep and goat. So I look at it and if it's, you know, like an Alfredo that's made with like heavy cream, uh uh-uh, not worth it. I would not feel good. So even that that even though that may have sounded good, just thinking about the effects that that will have on me makes me realize mm, it's not sounding so good anymore. So you can narrow it down like that. Now, don't let the rule follower take charge. Again, let your cravings take charge and then let your rational thought take charge as far as whether it's worth eating something that perhaps you know really bothers you. Also, another thing you can do is you can share some items with friends or family, whoever you're there with. Um, I know right now we're in a global pandemic and sharing food isn't the best idea, but you can share food and use spoons to scoop it into your plate very safely. Um, If you're scared to try something, if you're just learning to let go of these stringent food rules you put upon yourself, this is a good option because you can order, let's say. You know, let's say you're a you've don't eat oil because oil scares you. You've been following all these people that say it's super super bad for you, right? Well, the reality is it's not super super bad for you. I'm sure there's people and you know other ideas out there that think it's not great. Personally, I don't think eating fried food all the time is good for you, but I don't think a little bit of olive oil or whatever is terrible for you. In fact, I'm from Greece and we eat a lot of olive oil, and there is extreme health over there. Um, so there is no food police. So sharing something with friends, like let's say you get together, you share something with friends, that might be a good option for you because then you can try a little bit and slowly dip your toe into that letting go without feeling like you're ordering it just for yourself. So that's a really good option um, if if you're really just getting used to this whole letting go thing. And I know it's hard. And if you're listening to this and you're, you're thinking like, oh, I could never do that, um, I get it. It's hard to break a habit that's been there forever. But just remember that that habit of extreme extremity and, and food rules that you have to fully take out a hundred percent something out of your diet when you really don't have a medical issue or reason to—that's um, actually not good for your mental health. And eventually, that is going to lead to an eating disorder because basically, like that's what that's what um, disordered eating looks like and unhealthy food relationships look like. And I know this might not sit well with some people that are, you know, the whole, you know, vegan eating, vegan lifestyle. But the reality is that most of us lie somewhere in the middle. And although we can mostly want our diet to be plants, which is what my husband and I do um, with the kids as well, we're mostly plants. When we go out, I don't want to sweat it. I want to enjoy myself. But if you're feeling, another thing I'm doing, um, if I'm feeling like sometimes I do, even when I eat out, crave like the fresh fruits and veggies, um, I I go kind of cyclical in life, I think. I, Depending on the weather, depending on my mood, depending on the stress level, you know, sometimes I'm wanting those fries and sometimes I'm craving a little bit, a um, little bit something, you know, more wholesome, which is totally fine as long as you're craving that and that's some, coming from the right place, totally great. Eat wholesome stuff when you go out. You totally can. Um, so some of the things that I do when I'm in that kind of state is I look at the salad area. As I said, I'm not a salad girl usually unless it's lots of toppings. And that makes it super satisfying and also packs, packs in the nutrition. And I love a variety of toppings. The one thing I love in my salads is texture. So I love crispy with soft. Um, that's a, a really great way. And then I also personally, I like getting the dressing on the side only because sometimes restaurants like soup it up and I hate... Um, Soggy salad, just like I hate, you know, mushy uh, grains. Those of you that know me know that like I like everything al dente. But the other thing with the salad that's really great to get your dressing on the side is that if you don't finish it, you can take it home because the dressing isn't on there. And you can take it home and repurpose it. Like if you have a salad with no dressing with like tons of toppings in it, you can turn it into a wrap the next day. You can throw some rice or quinoa and make it into a bowl. So that's why I love having my dressing on the side because I can add it slowly and eat it and it's crisp and fresh. I'm really worried like that with the crispness. <laughs> um, so another thing is that you can look at the soups. That's another good option. Um, the soups, as long as, you know, for me, I can't eat them when they're cream based because they, they really bother my stomach. But if you can, you know, super great. But soups are another way to like load in, you know, the nutrition, especially those with like tons of vegetables and stuff like that. Um, that's another really kind of good option. Um, the other thing I love is looking at the pasta section. And if they don't have like a pre-made pasta that I'm, you know, that's, that's light, that I, if I'm feeling to eat something light, I generally like just pick one of the dishes there with the veggies that I like mostly. And I say no sauce. Um, I just say like some olive oil. And then you can always add more veggies. You can ask to add more veggies. And to be um, one of those... To, to make it so that they can actually do it without it being too you know, challenging for them is just pick veggies that are in the other pasta dishes. So if the pasta dish you're looking at has spinach and tomatoes and you see broccoli somewhere, say, hey, can you add some broccoli into that? I have never had an issue with that um, because I'm picking from what they have. I'm not asking for something they don't have. And that's that's the difference. So the other thing you can do is sandwiches and burgers. Those are a great place to pile in veggies as well. So Looking at, you know, the main one that you want, look around the other options and see what other veggies are in there. Generally, it's not easy to throw in more stuff. I've never had a problem with it again. Um, Getting a side of sauteed or roasted vegetables with your meal also adds in some more wholesome yumminess. Um, That's a really great way to add in, pack in more vegetables. You can just have them on the side. A lot of restaurants have no problem with that. Another thing I love are stir fries because you can add vegetables in that as well, much like a pasta dish. And as long as it's a vegetable that they have, they shouldn't have a problem throwing it in because the stir fries, you know, they make them fresh. Um, you don't make a stir fry and like let it sit there. And then one little trick that I learned is um, when you go to restaurants and you order sandwiches or burgers, they often butter the bread. And I didn't know this until, um, I mean, many years ago now, but for a while, I've never knew this until like maybe like 10 years ago or something, but They do it for um, not only aesthetic purposes because when they butter it, it just looks prettier after they cook it. Um, So make sure you ask no butter oil if that's something that you don't want because that is generally what happens so that it looks prettier and doesn't look dull. They like it to look, you know, shiny and crisp. Um, So that's my little trick on that. Um, Same goes kind of with your pasta. A lot of the times they'll um, mix butter into it. So ask for, you know, olive oil if you prefer that way. Um so that it's not coming, you know, saturated or like a light tomato sauce because, you know, they will put some oil usually in that, but it's just a little bit and as I said, we need to learn to let go. So, those are kind of my tips on eating out, being able to enjoy yourself. I really 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 recommend learning to let go a little bit, enjoying yourself out, especially right now, there's safe ways to do it. We've we have protocols in place and, you know, even if you were to go pick something up and go to a park and have a little picnic and enjoy it. Um, It's just so important to take those days off of cooking, both for our mental health, which then will lead to better physical health. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, And make sure to join me in our next episode where I'm going to dive deep into my gluten um, situation um, because it is a situation. It's not one I love, but it is one I have to deal with. And I'm going to give you all the details and scoop and how basically I'm dealing with life now. Thanks, everybody. I'm so appreciative that you're here, and we'll chat next time.